hello, and welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you live from Iceland. I've landed on this rocky, moon-like planet once again, and uh, ready to guide some cool people around wonderful adventures all over southern, southern eastern part of Iceland. And then, to kick off on some much bigger things, uh, as well as some more backcountry things, but... I think tonight I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about uh, how the arrival went and how flying to this island nation is right now. You know, this Nordic country in the North Atlantic Ocean is the most sparsely populated in Europe. Iceland's capital and large city is Reykjavik, and along with its surrounding areas, is home to over 65% of the population. It's a country where I find that people are artistic, musical, um, unique in a way, and in grand parts because of the barren landscape that they uh, they so have grown up on, because I think uh, that barrenness adds so much to the experience of, uh, of ju creative juices, because the mind must go much further than, uh, than perhaps in places where there's plenty of fodder for the eyesight. Um, so this trip... Uh, you know, to begin with, flying out of Vancouver through uh, Seattle. And uh, from, from Seattle, it was uh, another skip to Reckman. You're going to hear a little bit of background noise because I am in the lobby of the hotel uh, currently during this podcast. And it's 1.35 a.m. There is light piano music background piano music playing in the air and uh, jet lag is a very real thing and so I thought I'd take this opportunity to, to do what I love to do anyhow and tell you a bit about how the experience went uh, to get here so got to drove from Whistler it's about an hour and a half drive um, get to the airport because I'm flying through the US still required to have an antigen test taken within 24 hours of flying and so annoying to do, but still necessary. Um, 75 bucks Canadian, 80 bucks plus tax, about, about almost 100 bucks, I'd say. And, um, and I was we were able to do it at uh, 8.50, and our flight departed at 1. And with the timing that they do recommend of, like, come do this four hours in advance, everything went uh, quite smoothly. They give you the results within half an hour. And uh, then we did our check-in. You do it in Canada. Uh, when you travel to the States, you actually do your U.S. immigration within Canada. Um, I guess it makes it so much easier for when we land, uh, just for the way traffic flows between Canada and the U.S. Um, and then from there, uh, so we took a tiny Alaska Air prop plane where my big yellow Pelican case wouldn't fit in the top, so I had to stuff it underneath horizontally, taking up the person on my left is leg space, and fortunately I had a gentlemen that didn't seem to mind. Um, but the, the chaos, no, not the chaos, the um, discomfort of this trip occurred when um, my, my assistant and friend, uh, Pablo, and I arrived to the gate, and uh, we get to the gate there, and the lady says, oh, you got to go, uh, it's check-in time, it's almost the last people boarding the plane, but you've got to go do pre check in right here uh, with us when you check your passport and stuff. Okay, I'll do it. Great. And they're pitching the ticket and they're like, you know what? You can't take 
your two bags on the plane. And, you know, I have one Pelican case full of cameras and thousands and thousands of dollars a year that obviously I'm not going to put under a plane at haphazard like that. And then in the other bag, I've got laptops and drone and <laughs> many other valuable things that I can't put underneath, but that the woman was adamant. And she, so I said, okay, Costa Pablo only has one bag. So here, Costa Pablo, I'll put my laptop and this and that in your bag. Uh, help me out with that. Yeah, of course. And the lady's like, no, you know what? Now your bag's too heavy too. So she was just really like having a shitty day and she must have just taken it out on us and perhaps people beforehand or maybe it was somebody who was rude to her that caused this. But uh, And she took it out on the last residence and uh, last people coming on the plane. And I was really, really, really frustrated because I've never had anybody actually block my okay, I'm bringing my Pelican case, two big bags that do fit uh, just fine, but they're very heavy. It's a way that I travel. It's a, a trick of mine to travel with uh, with a lot of my gears, that my carry-ons are just full of batteries, cameras, and all those things that make most of my equipment the, the heaviest, right? And uh, and usually when I tell, you know, when they say, oh, well, you can only take one checked bag with the other one under the plane, I mean, one uh, carry-on gets put the other one under the plane. Um, I'm like, oh, listen, you know, I've got all these cameras and this and my work and my laptop, and, and I just I really can't, you know, but I know it'll fit. And they're like, okay, usually no problem. But this is the first time that the woman was like, no, you will come to me. <laughs> it was mad. She was like kind of a bit vicious. And I'm like, okay. So I took out my laptop, iPad, earphones, et cetera, et cetera. I tried to put as much of that into my Pelican case and I'm carrying the rest of that in my hand so that I could seriously check my backpack that by this time is is no bigger than like 12 inches square. Um, so it was absolutely asinine, just ridiculous that this woman would be like that. And then with my asking Paula to help, it got even... Uh, she took it out on him as well and said, like, you're not getting through easily as well, young man. So so that was just super, super annoying. And um, and that was the beginning of, well, that flight, a seven, eight-hour eight hour flight. Um, but then we get on the plane, and fine. So we check those things. Which she she said, actually said to us before you get on, she's like, listen, you have a choice. You either check it or uh, you miss your flight. And it's like, ah, okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, even though it was ridiculous, what she was saying. But anyways, we get on the plane, and I've always pre-book my uh, tickets in advance. But I get up to the plane, and and, uh, and my seat is not an aisle seat. It is a middle seat. And that is, for a six-foot-one person, absolutely unacceptable <laughs> on a seven-and-a-half, eight-hour flight. And so I'm, well, the plane is jam-packed. There's no way. There's no way that I'm that uh, there's anything I can do. And I asked one of the airline hosts, like, is there an aisle seat by any chance? And she's like, listen, there's like two free seats on the plane in there. I can guarantee you they're not not an aisle. So fortunately, it didn't end up being that bad. I watched a bunch of movies. Mm. Watched a bunch of movies and then um, headed up to, uh, you know, had, had a good plane. I just uh, got distracted because I'm in the lobby. There's like obviously random people arriving from the flight. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Welcome, welcome. <laughs> uh, some people checking in at the self check-in hotel. And, uh, yeah, and it's 1.40 in the morning, but as international travel goes and travel to Iceland, it's 
people arrive at any time, right? And um, so where the hell was I? <laughs> it's, uh, oh yeah, on the planes. Um, so so anyways, we, I'm in the middle seat. Everything went just dandy. And have arrived in the land of fire and ice. And uh, we've got our van. And the wind is already ferocious. For those unaware, the wind is one of the things that most causes accidents here in Iceland. Because a lot of tourists just don't know how to drive. And uh, and you really just have to be conscious about how, how you drive. Uh, although, definitely, I, I believe, have some... Uh, experience in particular if you try and drive when there's 60 kilometer an hour winds and snow drifts and freezing rain and ice and all that jazz so uh so yes yeah, so do be careful we are very accustomed uh to driving here in iceland i've got studded tires on uh on the van and uh just like home uh where i've got studded tires on my truck over there because here the wind hits so strong and you're driving on ice and it just literally pushes the car uh, off the road in slippery conditions. And, um, yeah, I, I, in all sincerity, if you have never driven in Iceland, uh, you can get some of the most uncomfortable white knuckle conditions that you can imagine because uh, the driving can be quite harrowing. Indeed, the wind kicks up so quickly sometimes and so much i should say uh for example in places like reina spiera um which is a black sand beach that you literally feel the pebbles that are picked up in the sand hitting you in your face because the wind is so strong um you can lean you know the whole when you lean back into the wind and the wind is holding you you can do that as well um it and it's very important to be aware that in conditions like this because the whole area of the country knows when these conditions are hitting and they, they you kind of prepare for it and don't be driving as much as needed but um, it's important to think, to, to focus um, on, on parking your van safely or your car safely um, meaning out of uh, rocks and harm's way and in a lot of the places that you do end up parking there are tons of rocks so um, so if you can like squeeze your car between two or put it against the broadside of a build, random building, someone, whatever it may be, that often helps keep the rocks from hitting, uh, the tent. There are, you know, uh, I mean the car and breaking the windows cause that does happen as well. Um, there are rivers that you can fjord and there are grand adventures that if you go into the interior, you can take by, by doing these drives to places like Landmannalaugur, uh, which is this collection of, of, uh, otherworldly mountains of red and white ochre and you can do a hike to Thorsmark for 50 kilometers um, but uh, but you do have to fjord some rivers when you drive this route but it is one of the most surreal drives I've ever experienced you truly feel disconnected from the world in a way that taking this gravel road that winds through uh, nascent mountains protruding in dramatic fashion while rivers run blue and is and, and the road just meanders along is surreal you know we were actually in retrospect didn't enjoy it as much as we could because I was so nervous 
Um, and why was I so nervous? Is because the the rivers that we had to fjord with the SUV can be uh, dangerous. And also, if it's just rained recently, then the water level of these rivers obviously rises and falls. And it's frequently known in Iceland that you can have uh, you, you can have a river take a car of some tourists that were trying to cross. And people don't tend to die from it, but they do tend to have quite a scare and have perhaps a car that just stops working in the middle of a river. Um, and they've got to have uh, cranes that come and take it out or another truck uh, or a tow truck because they also have a rescue service here in Iceland that uh, is a volunteer. And so all of these people that are constantly saving locals and tourists uh, apparently are exhausted because uh, it's a full, full-time job, but it's proudly one proudly done and, uh, they tend to, to help out a lot of a lot of people, and uh, and you know the driving as you know I was mentioning to you earlier, when the locals travel or drive with um, a fluorescent vest on that they're wearing while they're driving on their way to to somewhere is because they know the frequency of having a problem and pulling over. And having to get out of the car and being uh, visible in case of any necessity or, or accident, so uh, and or emergency. So, so these are just t- the type of things, and not you know, so that they don't get hit by another car. Granted, traffic can be light <laughs> in Iceland, although it is getting busier, and busier. So, I think tomorrow the idea is uh, we're going to start with some grass some water here. Mm. I think tomorrow we're going to start with uh, Sky Lagoon. So the new lagoon uh, here in Iceland is just on the uh, one of the little peninsulas jutting out from Reykjavik. And um, it seems really, really nice. And I think that's how the day is going to spend started off in this uh, island country. And then from there, um, we've got some more people arriving. Uh, we'll be, you know, proper group of 13 people or so and uh and the adventure begins of diving and snorkeling between the tectonic divide in iceland where you're literally between continents in some of the clearest water you've ever seen and we'll follow that up by going up to skogafoss no to um Gazian and godafoss uh, the Gazier, obviously, one of the largest in, in the world, and um, and the waterfalls, dramatic as they come. From there, the day after, we shall go hunt for a hidden, well, I guess I can't say hunting, but hunt for a hidden waterfall through a slot canyon that is beautiful. And uh, very excited because, well, we don't have to actually hunt it because I already know where it is, right? But the people that I'm taking are, don't know it. So it's, it's going to be lovely to experience it with them and see their awe at this when we, when we do it. Um, then my favorite, uh, well, two of my, one, two of my favorite waterfalls in there, iconic to, to Iceland is Seldalandfoss and Skogafoss. Um, Seldland Foss is the one that you see in so many ads for Iceland where you 
walk behind the waterfall and you see it uh, perhaps at sunset with a rainbow uh, careening over the water. And um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, experience. I, I used to come here where it was just a little gravel pit right in front of it. We could park our van there and, and sleep right there. Nobody would care about anything. We would barely see anybody. And that was 2012, and now we're 2022, 10 years later. Times are changing because over the seven times that I've been to to Iceland, or this is my seventh, so over the six times that I've been to Iceland, I've seen dramatic changes, um, both in infrastructure, um, development, price increases, and the success of an island nation that uh, that thought itself barren only for the world to say, wow, what you have is magnificent in nature. And uh, they receive some millions of people every year. I think I should look that one up. How many people? How many? Oh, I don't think that's typing there. But how many people visit Iceland each year? And I think it was like uh, two million. There you go. Yes, and I thought that's the number I'd, I had seen. And um, yeah, it's a frequently visited nation that is becoming all the more economically successful thanks to these, uh, this tourism. Um, and I don't see it abating, and I've seen it just develop, like, major developments from, you know, a lot of the, the, the roads in Iceland are uh, just, most of them are simply single lane, one direction and the other direction, highway, right? Um, and, but when you come to bridges, it's so costly to make a bridge for a country that only has 300,000 people. Um, and uh, and so they take, they make the, the the bridge single lane with pullouts. Um, so it is driver etiquette um, that makes the success of having a single lane. And then you could be in a snowstorm or any conditions, and it's, it still is what it is. So so it's funny how the, even the bridges have the pullout areas where if you get caught and you're like, oh, there's somebody that's already come on the bridge, and I can pull over, and they pass. But with the increased tourism, it's uh, unsustainable to do it that way because it becomes, we have too many cars attempting to cross a bridge like that, then you just have uh, a little bit of mayhem when it comes to uh, the way the system works. So uh, they've been able to afford building more roads and tunnels and, and things as such. Um, can you hear the light um, piano music going in the background? vibes. Good vibes being back here. What else about Iceland? Let's talk about Icelandic horses. They don't like it if you call it a pony. It's not a freaking pony. It's a horse. You cannot name your horse Billy Bob, Frankie D, or Boobop. You must name the horse. There's a horse registry of names, and you must name your horse something like the white knight. No, no, I'm kidding. But it's something, um, a, a traditional Icelandic horse name. And people are very attached to their horses here. And there's reason, because there's history behind it. In the past, you your horse was your vehicle, and it was your companion at the same time, because it was 
a creature alive. Like a car can obviously never be or anything that isn't alive. Uh, sentient, I guess, would be the right word. No, well, not sentient, perhaps. But <laughs> anyways, good horse friends. Um, and so in order for people to travel here in Iceland, they needed their horses. And they relied on them, and they relied on them to find their way in terrible weather, and um, they helped them plow their fields and uh, helped them have fields, helped them with their sheep, and, and I think it was most, mostly movement, so they have a great attachment and respect for horses here in Iceland. So to be not revered, but that um, they understand the value that they brought uh, in the past. A few other things. You cannot export a horse that you have um, already, that you take out of the country. So you can export a horse, but it can never come back to Iceland after it has gone out because they, they want to keep the breed of these horses that look more like ponies um, pure or as pure as can be um, for all the time that it has been. And, uh, yeah, it's a really cool relationship that they've got with these horses, ponies, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> no disrespect, I think, friends. I'm just teasing. Um, and, yeah, so we'll be seeing lots of those, cupping, cupping a few on the chin, um, feeding an apple here and there. Um, on this trip, oh, I think there are more people arriving. I wonder what country they're arriving from. At two in the morning. How's it going? Hello, what country are you guys from? We are from Denmark. Oh, Denmark. They're from Denmark. And you're arriving at two in the morning. Why? Uh, <laughs> I'm your mother. Yeah. Why, why are you arriving? So I'm a radio podcaster. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. You are? Oh, yeah. I'm a podcaster, so. yeah. Um, we were uh, in Reykjavik yeah. on a queer bar. Oh, all right. You're two, two, two straight guys, but two, it was... Uh, so they were two straight guys at a queer bar. And here, come closer. Come come here. Hi. Yeah. How are you, Roberto? Yeah, I'm Frederick. Frederick, nice to meet you. Hello. And uh, what's your name? I'm Magnus. Magnus, nice yeah. to meet you. Yeah. So so why were two straight guys at a queer bar? Um, it said it had um, it have a, like an app, and it said it had um, a happy hour. But it was the only thing that had happy hour. So okay. So it was price. Yeah, it was, a good price drink, for, okay. it was a price for cheap beer. Uh, very good, very uh, good. How long are you guys visiting here for? Uh, the, the nature, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, but how long are you here for? Uh, two weeks. Oh, good stuff. Are you going to go Ring Road to um, what's the plan? At first, we're up north uh, to see the diamond uh, circle. Yep. Daisy Foss. Daisy uh, Foss. Foss. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I pronounced it yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're just uh, well. safari at uh, Husabik. Right, and yeah. that's in the north. That's Husabik, in the north, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and you then, did that already, or you're going to we, do it? We did that already. And how was the whale safari? Uh, we didn't see any whales. <laughs> It was the beginning of the season that they told us, so they gave us a return ticket, but it was nice. It they was gave you a return, trip. so they'll take you for free next time? Yeah, and that could be in seven hours or in one week. 
seven hours or five years it, oh it's like depends. anytime they're like anytime, basically like, listen, it's anytime yeah they're like come out here if we don't see any whales <laughs> exactly you had a nice boat ride exactly and uh we come did back see again. a puffin <clears throat> sorry you did see a puffin we saw a puffin one yeah, one puffin not, not more than one uh, only yeah. one puffin they're kind of small eh yeah, it's a small puffin yeah, like this, it, like it, likes, it likes to dive so. right I was kind of so nice. you go look for whales and you see a puffin. Yeah. Were you puffing while you're seeing? No, you didn't what? get that joke. Were you puffing while you're? Ah, uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> and uh, and then so that's the beginning. What's the rest of the trip? Uh, so that's what's done already. Yeah, that that's. Did you go to Skogafoss and? Um, yeah, we're we're going to uh, Golden Circle. Right. And uh, Geysir, are you going to do the... Yeah, we are going to do the, the Golden Circle with Geysir and uh, Ching Villier, Ping Villier, or what the... What is called? that last one? Ping, Ping Villier. Ping Villier. Ping Villier. I'm a little confused. Yeah, Ping Villier. Ping Villier. Yeah, Ping Villier. So the P is a T-H. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. But it, it, it's a P. But it's a, it, you pronounce it a T-H. All right, but... Yeah. It, and it's a funny P. Yeah. It's a funny P. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, nice. but every time you see that, it's the. It's the like the, th. So in Icelandic, P is uh, th. That's nice. To know. Yeah. You learn something new. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So, so wait, wait. So yeah, I guess you didn't meet any girls at the queer bar. Uh, we we saw two uh, two guys. Uh, <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah. I Your mean, we were home? we were the guests. We were yeah. the out, uh, outsiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, totally. So so we uh, we sung. Song uh, "Lives a Highway." On oh, the nice! Yeah. 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 It, was along, yeah. it, was, it was the first time we had to experience the whole thing. Oh, that's uh, that's nice. awesome! You know, yeah. uh, we're all the same. We yeah, just exactly. like different people yeah. and yeah, shapes and sizes. Very nice and the atmosphere and a lot of cool people. It was uh, yeah, absolutely cool. to be expected. Yeah, you know, exactly, people who are. I guess open and comfortable with their sexuality exactly. tend to be a little bit happier. Yeah. You know, than the people that are like trying to repress yeah, they their. They should be. It's fine. It's, it's awesome. And in Denmark, is it very accepted, or was it old school? Parents didn't didn't accept it oh, as it's, much, or it's accepted. It's accepted yeah, it's in bad. Denmark. Because you guys are pretty pretty forward, liberal thinking yeah, country. We, no. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. But I think it's mostly the same as here. Yeah. Yeah. Iceland's quite liberal, and, yeah. and I, it was one of the first countries that actually like was relaxed about people being together yeah. of the same sex, like yeah. way back. Yeah, but they've they've always been on the forefront here of yeah. like of being open and yeah. those things. I think I don't know, maybe it's because they live on a rock that there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe, maybe. So, Siegfried, what do we do today? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Look out! at the volcano. Oh, there's a volcano. Great. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, but coolest landscape, eh? Yeah. Are you going to go to Jokul Sarlon? What? Are you going to go to, you would say, Jokul Sarlon? Jokul Sarlon. Is that the glacier yeah. next to Vik? Yes. Well, a lot farther than Vik. Yeah, it's the biggest on Iceland. No, you're saying no. You're thinking sorry, Google Maps. Sorry, I don't, I, we don't sorry. know anything. You're thinking Batna Jokul, which Maybe. is the glacier. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was saying Jokul Sarlon, which is just the glacial lagoon. Oh, so there's right. glacier, the tongues that come to it, and then the rocks. Well, the rocks, the, the ice chunks fall off, yeah. uh, and then they float 
uh, in this lagoon that you could see them moving around. And then the current takes them through a little river and the ocean kicks them back on the beach. So you have a black sand beach oh. with like big icebergs, little icebergs. Oh yeah, I think I've, saw, I've seen that in the video yeah. on YouTube. I highly right? recommend. Yeah. Are you going that far or not? Or that depends. Salon. Oh. Can we, can we make it a day trip from here? Because then we are, maybe. Ooh, that would be... It's like five hours from here. All right, sorry. And, uh, but it's... But, but it's, you get to experience a lot whilst driving. Yes. We yeah, love yeah. driving in, uh, on Iceland. That's, that's, do you say on Iceland or in, in Iceland? Iceland. It's in, in, Iceland. Iceland. in Iceland. Yeah. All right. Although all right. you're not actually in it. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, on yeah. it. It's an <laughs> island, so you are on it, but... It's called in Iceland. When when I'm driving, well, it all depends on how you're using the sentence. So when I'm driving in Iceland, yeah, and I, when I'm trying, yeah, I don't think you would ever say when I was on Iceland. No, no, it we, we wouldn't say Iceland. Iceland. Uh, yeah. we, we we've thought about that, but although technically it's you're it's, right because yeah. we're actually on. Let's Iceland. call it in. Let's call Iceland. it in. I wouldn't say we. Uh, if you head to Africa, you wouldn't say, I'm on Africa. Exactly. That's what yeah, I was thinking. Of. Like, yeah. I'm on Canada. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, good stuff. Did you leave any girl there? Yeah, I have a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm single. Uh, I'm kidding. That's why we want to Were you swiping? Uh, no, no, no. No. I've, I've only seen that world, uh, like, I've... I'd never had an app like that. And I think just for fun, I opened it the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I just was like, I've been, I have a wife of 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, three kids. Oh, shit. Um, and uh, my, my five-year-old had been to 60, on 60 flights before he was two and a half. All right. Yeah. So we move around travel a, lot? a lot. Let me see if I can show you here. But, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're, we're used to that, but, where was I going with that? Are they here on this hotel too? Uh, no, this oh. uh, this trip I'm uh, taking people all, all around, a group around Iceland with uh, with another friend and partner. And then, uh, so this is my page. Uh, but yeah, so taking a group around Iceland and going with uh, my brother and his wife on a segment of it as well. And then going backcountry adventures like this here out here. I'm on Jokulsalon. Uh, yeah. kayak camping with a pulling my gear with a, yeah. on a paddleboard with a buddy of mine. That's pretty uh, nice in October. Yeah, um, and oh, you saw the Northern Lights too. Oh, I've seen the Northern oh, Lights like yeah. I don't know a hundred times. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, that's the that's the bucket list. Yeah, yeah if we're here in, in the winter, maybe I gotta, <laughs> I gotta show you a clip that I have on. Uh, oh, I don't know if the, yeah, the internet should be good enough. Um, and so this video that you're gonna see, you're it's in the Northwest Territories, and uh, the Northern Lights are so bright that I I can film them handheld, mm-hmm. meaning I don't actually have to take a time lapse and all the light comes in and it, it's just spectacular. And this is in Canada. And I'll show you here. Go scroll down. And in so we got a trip to the Northwest Territories in Canada mm-hmm. in coming up in September. And uh, in my opinion, it is the most spectacular place in the world. Have you never seen them before? Uh, Not in real. You as an Icelandic say that Canada is the most spectacular view in the world. Or Not the north. Well, northern for, lights. For the northern lights, my opinion is this place. All right. Wow. And that's in Canada. That's in Canada. 
so they're seeing basically a live video. Handheld. Ready for that? And that's handheld, and the lights just go berserk. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's crazy. So that's, yeah. But in Iceland, I have seen them a few, a few fair times. So this is more with a time lapse. Mm. There, there I'm taking a picture. That's in, in Iceland. That's Canada. Oh, that's Canada. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's different types, like different trips, but Iceland here's the, where would Iceland be if Northern Lights? Uh, I definitely have them. I was just, just saw them in October while here, but there's a lot of water here so that they tend to be a little bit, this was here. So they tend to be a little bit lighter when you look up at the sky, right? Okay. They're not as bright as uh, you saw the Northwest Territories with. And here's a, a video where I'm just camping out uh, on the land in the wind. See my fire? So I have a, it's very rare to be able to make a fire um, with crazy wind, right? Because yeah. it'll light up the forest and start a forest fire and blah, blah. But in Iceland, there's nothing to burn. Yeah, we, we can see it kind of scales to the right yeah, yeah. the video. Yeah, yeah. it's a and, bit windy. It's super windy. And yeah. if it was in Canada, I would have started a forest fire that burned down <laughs> like yeah. hundreds of acres. But in Iceland, it's freaking rock everywhere. So there's nothing to burn. You don't have to worry about like, ah, if my fire uh, goes out of control, it's going to go. That's, so that's Iceland as well. Yeah. Uh, this is the, This you should definitely do. I'll recommend you to a guy. Um, and that's, that's uh, snorkeling between the tectonic divide here and uh, being really... It's, it's a bit cool. Yeah. They give you the suit. I've read, uh, read about that. Uh, it's a uh, thing really. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing really. Where you can dive between two of the uh, tectonic plates or what the... Yeah, uh, exactly. Called, yeah. yeah, and that's uh, that. Th that one I highly yeah. recommend. I do have a try uh, yeah. driver's license. No, well, you don't uh, have to have any like anything. They, right. they supply you, you the suits. All right. is like going for a hike and and walking around and it's stuff. pretty awesome but yeah yeah definitely a, a cool spot and why did you guys choose iceland uh that's here as well yeah the nature like yeah. like you just shown yeah. us it's the nature i did you rent waterfalls we can look at them for hours yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. did you rent a car yeah yeah how old are you guys uh 22 22 young ones yeah hey, good stuff i have a assistant here he's 20 yeah. And it's quite the adventure. Yeah. Um, and uh, there we've got... Uh, yeah, that basically gives you an idea. So check out The Expeditions. Yeah, of course. The Expeditions. And, um, and, but my guiding company is called Adventures Done Right. And that one is uh, with a guy called High Mountain Life. And uh, we basically take people on various unique expeditions and adventures. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. And so what's the next trip... Uh, or what? What else are you going to do on your schedule in Iceland? And yeah, but we we've thought about New New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Great. Uh, Great. Also, we we like the nature. Yeah. We love it. So. Do you are you guys photographers, or do you just like to see it, just, experience uh, it? Yeah. Just enjoy life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We like it For outdoors. Sure. Yeah. Are you in college now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We. It's like a kind of a gap. Gap, yeah. gap yep. between uh, college and 
gymnasium we call it in Denmark, Gym- where we yeah where we find out what we're gonna do. Oh, cool! So yeah, we're just finding things out. I uh, guess. Well, New Zealand, I definitely recommend. Yeah. I have a podcast that you have to listen to. That's yeah. about New Zealand. I'll send you the link after. Yeah, cool. Um, and uh, if you can get a camper van to drive around, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, it's a great way. And, and okay. if you head all the way down to Milford Sound, mm-hmm. there's um, uh, it's a fjord with waves and a waterfall that comes down into the ocean. But that's huge. Granted, you know, mm. you are in the land of a trillion waterfalls. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast, yeah, guys. I have to ask you. Yes. How come you're doing a podcast at two in the night on a random hotel in, in Reykjavik? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just have yeah, to yeah, ask. For sure, for sure. I, I need some water for this one. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. So I'm guiding uh, a group of people. Yeah. In Canada, it's not, or in the US, it's not two in the morning. Right. I just arrived uh, yesterday. I just arrived today. Yeah. Yeah. Arrived today, this morning at 6 a.m. And uh, and so right now for me, it's more like 9 p.m. I think it's 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. Yeah, it's about 9, 8, 9 p.m. Oh, okay. So, and um, yeah, this is one of the gigs I do. So you got to do your... Your work and yeah. Uh, yeah, my buddies are sleeping already, but uh, I get to talk about uh, what I love doing. Um, there's an app called Colin on uh, social media. It's a, it's a new um, social interacting podcasting app, and it's made by like some of the founders of PayPal and, and uh, uh, some really interesting people that have made it so that you could like, for example, there's a guy listening here. And he could call in, for example, and ask questions, and, oh, and then yeah. you interact. And yeah. if you guys are in another place, you're like, oh, hey, let's tell Roberto about something in Denmark, and you do the same thing. Um, and then it can also be uh, found on different podcasting platforms as well. Like oh. so, so right now it's actually live. It's Yeah, it's totally, um, completely live. Yeah, And it's so. recorded, so... Uh, you know, I'm not People a guy. People might pay to hear us. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the goal. Let's, to get. Say, let's say that. Let's yeah, say that. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I do make a living from all of this related to all nice. the pictures I was showing you of like yeah. traveling and photos and videos and yeah. even this podcast really uh, ends up. It's it's what I do for a living. It sounds like the dream. It's been a good life. You know, yeah. I'm 39. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, I've done I don't know. 40 countries or so yeah, and um, awesome. and many of them like Iceland seven times mm. uh, New Zealand a couple of times what about Denmark I have I don't, I've never Dude, been to Denmark, Denmark. Dude, you know Denmark. I went yeah Denmark. I absolutely have to it's a yeah. lovely country in the summer yeah, yeah. yeah in, the, in the summer yeah. and yeah. which part would you recommend uh, Zealand See, oh, yeah, there was yeah. no question. You knew yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're from Sealand, yeah. Oh, so that's where you live. Yep. Oh, yeah. right, all right. And what, what, are there, what sports can I do in Sealand, uh, Denmark? Uh, fo- football. Wait we a play. second. I'm not going to go play football. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we play, play football. Play. All right. Tennis and paddle tennis. Pa- pa- and paddle football, ten- golf. And yeah. You can do almost anything except skiing. There's no mountains for skiing? No, or? no, no, no. I, I think, think we have yeah. a fake one. It's a fake. In Copenhagen, we have yeah. a fake mountain where we, you you can ski. We actually right. have a, like this, right. this, uh, flat, this eh? huge building, yeah. which is um, it's like uh, it's a building burning trash, I think. Uh-huh. And they have built a uh, a um, a fake ski slope down on top of the building. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh wow! So the only ski slope that you were able to make is 
the size of a six-story building, ten-story building. Yeah, let's, let's say that. Let's say that. Yeah. So, so I live. I live at the base of Whistler Mountain. Do you know where that is? No. Do you know where Vancouver is? Yeah. Okay. Where is it? It's in Canada. All right, but where? <laughs> yeah, where on a map? <laughs> that, that's all about it. Yeah. No. So, so no idea where on a map. If yeah. I show you, like you know. North America, you'd be like, no idea where. I think uh, we we know where Canada is compared to North America, but Vancouver. So we're at the top, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's at the top, and then we have America down below. But Vancouver, where it is in Canada? Well, it is. It would be actually kind of arrogant for me to expect for you to know where Vancouver is yeah. in Canada if I don't know where Sealand is in yeah, Denmark. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like I, don't I, don't know, to, I don't know. But for your information, it's completely on the West Coast. Oh, right. uh, and uh, there was Olympics in 2010 okay. in uh, Whistler Winter. in Vancouver. Winter Olympics. Yeah. And uh, so there's Vancouver, the city, and about two hours north and there's the mountains. All right. Big mountains. Yeah. Real mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get close to the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're really, so, like, not like you guys, like your hills. Yeah. Right. And uh, and that's where I live. I literally live in front of the gondola yeah. that takes you up to ski. Oh, that's pretty nice. In a very small apartment, though. Yeah. One bedroom. That's pretty nice. With three kids. No. <laughs> that are under the age of. Oh, uh, nice and rough. <laughs> you know, we have an airstream. Do you know what those are? Well, How do you not know what an airstream is? Have you ever seen in those movies? I'm just kidding. But have you ever seen in those movies like the silver bullet campers? You know, a camper, the, the trailers that you pull behind an, a car so, and you yeah, sleep yeah, in and yeah, everything. Yeah. And uh, have you ever seen in movies or you've seen them turned into restaurants where it's like a silver can, like an airplane shape of just a silver. Let's see. Oh, really? Really? It's like a tent on top the, of it? Uh, well, no, it's hard camper. Oh, okay. So take a look here on my Instagram. There we go. Oh. So there you see. Oh, yeah. Um, so we have one of those, and I use that as my adventure mobile office, um, shooting prop, uh, family warmth. Um, they are the coolest camper trailers, you know, in my humble, cool. humble opinion. Yeah, yeah, cool. they're really, you got a shower in there. Oh. You've got um, uh, a, a sink. Um, You've got a toilet, you have a bed, you have a table that turns into a bed if you want, uh, and you have a stove and a fridge. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the whole idea is that everything's made really well. Um, and I, like, for example, you, you guys are seeing a video of uh, me in Canada yeah. with the Airstream snowing, um, but, um, but it could be minus 20 and I still stay in it. Oh. Yeah. But uh, this is Iceland. This is kayaking here in Iceland. Oh, Why is that in, in Iceland? Yeah, that's Jokulsarlon Lagoon. Right. Glacial Lagoon, kayaking through an iceberg after we went out and camped a few nights uh, out there. And it's a good thing that we got off the water when we did because if we hadn't, uh, we were going to have like 90 kilometer an hour winds and they would just literally rip our tent apart. Yeah, right. um, you guys said you took a car, rented a car, right? Yeah, we camper. just rented a car and then yeah. we just tried Is around. it a Suzuki 4x4? It's a Ford uh, Cougar. Cougar, I oh, think, yeah. Good stuff. It's good all right. Stuff. And what's the, where's the next uh, vacation destination? Uh, in Iceland or Anywhere just, in the world. That would probably mm -hmm. mean New Zealand, yeah. I guess, yeah. Right. Maybe. So you guys are planning it or? Or Scotland, I, I don't know. 
Maybe. Scotland. Yeah, maybe Scotland. What about Canada, I like the, bag, I like the bagpipes. What, I like what, the bagpipes. What about Canada? Too uh, far? We haven't really thought about New like, Zealand. Like, uh, yeah, New Zealand's so, even yeah, further. Yeah, yeah, Canada could be nice. It could I be. Lo I love the people. I love the people. <laughs> that, so anyway, it's the people that would make the nature nice? Nah. <laughs> nah. But after watch, what I watched in the uh, in series, the people seems nice. But yes. Am I nice? Uh, yeah. Not bad. Are you from Canada? I am. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were from Iceland, but yeah. no, 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 no. By no means. How many drinks did you have? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just told that you were living in there. Yeah, but oh, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, You'll be okay. Home. You'll be okay. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, but I'm half Mexican, so born and raised in Montreal, which oh. is on the east coast of Canada, oh. way on the right. And uh, now I live in Whistler, British Columbia, in the mountains. So this would be. Let's see. I'll show you a clip of. This is in front of my house, taking my kid for a ski. We literally live like right in front of where you get on the gondola and just, and that's Canada. And yeah, we've got nice. majestic mountains. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend the Canadian Rockies. Look up Alberta, um, look up Whistler, look up uh, Tofino, uh, Vancouver Island. Um, there's so much to do. You can see polar bears in Churchill, Manitoba. Mm, uh, you could go canoe camping when the leaves turn to gold and red in Quebec and Ontario. Uh, you can look for orcas and you'll most likely see them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pun, because earlier they were talking about how they went to look for whales and only found a puffin. A puffin. One puffin. Exactly. Did puffin. you name him? Uh, we did not name him you know if you don't maybe the captain did i don't know how many were you on the speedboat we were like yeah i think we were 40 people oh wow but Good uh, 90 percent of them got seasick no so way so i have a picture on my phone where everyone's just like standing down looking down covered in their jackets <laughs> feeling seasick and we got uh, we got cinnamon rolls and hot cocoa, but nobody could eat it. No one could eat it. I was like, I was having a blast. I like the movie Titanic. Yeah. Let it be known this podcast. I love it. Right. So I was playing Titanic. I was playing like Jack Dawson. Right. <laughs> and wait, was your friend holding you? Or? Yeah, he did at first, but then he got seasick. Oh no! So I was just standing alone. I'm the king of the world, and then and yeah. everyone else yeah, everyone is puking. Else. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm feeling absolutely terrible. the railing it was it was perfect you know i really great. appreciate that info because now i'm not yeah. gonna go do that too. all right all right yeah, yeah but i think it's nice if you actually see other things than a, a puffin right <laughs> maybe yeah i think yeah. i need a bit more than than one puffin but the, yeah. the waterfalls here have you ever thought of coming to see the interior in iceland um the, the yeah, yeah like it, could, it could be the nice highlands if, oh. if we had the the vehicle for it right yeah. yeah you have to like that's a big thing a lot of people try and go we, with we their like, rental we like and they get we like it because there there are no other people yes that's yes. what makes that, it and beautiful that's, i guess that's uh, what i look for yeah exactly um, but if you take your rental vehicle that isn't allowed to go on the f roads yeah. which are like the gravel roads here in iceland yeah then and something happens then the insurance doesn't cover you oh. so a lot of people often they'll try and cross a river that they shouldn't have tried to cross yeah, and take them. but then there's lots of people that cross a river and they're totally fine yeah so it's a balance of how good a driver are you and yeah. do you know never to turn off the ignition when you're in the middle of a river because 
then you have exactly. to be flooded and everything. Yeah. So so it's knowing how to do those things. But sometimes there's even a bus that the river pushes away, yeah. and nobody. I don't. I don't think anybody ever dies from it, but. But it is quite uh, dramatic. Uh, like uh, yeah. a bus of tourists got uh, got moved by the river, and they yeah. had to get rescued, and and that's like big news in Iceland. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, there, I learned today that their president has no term limit. In Iceland. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's kind of weird, I guess. It's like your president can stay as long as they want. Yeah. And okay. and but from what I understand, humorously from people, it's like. Oh, they the president. Nobody wants to be president, yeah. so that's why they're like, <laughs> we're not gonna put a term on it because uh, <laughs> you can stay as long as you want. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, so yeah, so that's why I do this. This is one of my uh, gigs that I do is the podcasting, and, and I'm a photographer, videographer. Yeah. I've been a show host on Discovery Channel before. It's, oh. it's kind of, um, it's kind of like the dream. Ah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it sounds amazing. It's a lot harder than people imagined it to be yeah. in many ways, but it, it is incredible. Yeah. There's no no doubts about it. We've, you know, for ten years we've traveled around the world, and everywhere we stay is sponsored and, and cars What's and your adventures. Name? Roberto, but on Instagram, so I'm Roberto. Roberto, yeah. Yeah, and uh, but our name on uh, well, my lady and I and the kids is called the Expeditioners. Yeah, not the exhibitioners. That's Tuesdays yeah. and special passes only. No, I'm just oh. and, uh, but the expeditioners, yeah. and uh, and that's probably one of the worst jokes that I always tell people, yeah. and I use it because it, it makes them remember. Yeah. You know, was it was it the Expendables or was it uh, the X? What was it? And yeah. and then they're like, oh, you remember the joke of the exhibitioners? Yeah. And you're like, oh, expeditioners, and so. Yeah, it's, it's so, exciting. That's yeah, yeah. I've been doing that. Definitely gonna stalk you tomorrow. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I live from, and, and uh, yeah, it's been a good life. Yeah, yeah. but uh, many adventures, and um, yeah, that's a point of living. Yeah, absolutely. It's totally, totally. Life's too short to to do it any other way, and um, and but there are many ways, of course, but. But if you can get out, what do you guys want to work as in jobs or? I have no idea. At, at a question at two thirty a.m. in I Iceland, have, Reykjavik, no to twenty-two-year-old kids from Denmark. Exactly. Kids, I, I have call you no kids. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, that no idea. No idea. Yourself? No, I, I don't really know. Right now, right now, I'm working with some mic and I can do it all on my computer. So right. I would like to travel the world while doing that but it also takes something you know like you have a girlfriend back home she also she needs to she's going to study and yeah i don't know if i will want to do it all my life so it's yeah right but i would like to travel the world i would like to see and i think the pandemic really made us appreciate being able to travel whenever we want i guess yeah. in your cases you're just starting like <laughs> 20 years old you're just like at 20, I was backpacking Paris and Europe and yeah. uh, flying. That's kind of what we wanted, but then the COVID yeah. came along and then we don't, just don't chilling. Hit the, don't just, hit the table. Don't hit the table under with your feet. But yeah, I'm, I'm just tripping. You know? I know, I know, I know. But it, 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 you, you asked me earlier how many drinks I've had. I think I've had like five, six, seven beers. I don't know. That's that, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's, not that, do, it's not that much. I'm not that drunk. You're doing pretty good yeah. for for that quantity, eh? Yeah. Well, that's cool, guys. Really, really appreciate uh, 
You walking into the lobby of a self-check-in hotel, seeing a random guy with a microphone and earphones, and saying, yeah, let's go for a chat. We like the adventure. We yeah. like the adventure. And safe travels, and the world is your oyster. You yeah. know, I say all those, like, terrible, like, old dad things now mm-hmm. to, like, friends, apprentices, and, and but it is true, you know, they're... You only live once, and yeah. yeah, yeah. And if I could old. say, if you really truly love nature, definitely check out Western Canada. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, we would. British yeah. Columbia and Alberta, look it up and uh, uh, it's rent an RV or a small van. Yeah. And uh, you could even take a tent and you just drive that whole loop of provinces. That's life. Um, yeah, and, and camp all along. And that's basically what I do when I, when I am in Canada. And it's spring, summer, fall, and sometimes winter. Uh, we take that camper van that I showed you, and we just mm. travel around, yeah. and we use it as a base to go on backcountry trips, like hiking trips, and yeah. canoeing, and kayaking, and stuff. Yeah. That's so That's good funny. stuff. Well, thank you. What was your name again? Uh, Frederick. Frederick what? Uh, Wagner. Wag. Frederick Wagner. Frederick Wagner. Frederick Wagner. Is that like the American? You joke how Canadian says it? I don't know. Frederick. Frederick. Frederick and? Magnus Clement. Clement. I'm Roberto Gibbons Gomez. That's the Mexican, yeah. Yes. That's this side. Yeah. And safe travels again. And I'll say goodbye here. I hope we didn't completely mess up your podcast. Oh, you were amazing, guys. You you made it tonight. And it was perfect. And it was nice to have an insight. And nice Icelandic sweater. Thank you. He's wearing one of the traditional, like, wool with the pattern. But it's a little small. I got it yesterday. I got it yesterday. And you're actually third person who says that it's the fifth if you're including the boys yeah who says it's the right colors for me so thank you well you know i it's those sweaters to me are a mix they're they lie somewhere in between beauty of being super cool and like the weird sweater your uncle wears at a christmas party (laughs) have a good night guys nice chatting Bye. bye Oh, that was a nice way to end my evening. Um, now it's 2.30 in the morning. Coming to you live from Reykjavik. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners. Thanks for tuning in. And we shall see you next time. Indeed, for the next three weeks, I'll be going live uh, throughout my travels from the base of waterfalls, from fancy hotels to uh, remote hidden spots that I love so well. I'll see you next time. Good night.